0: let's be real as fuck about life real estate and entrepreneurship hi i'm julie chin you can call me Jules. the real as fuck brand is all about providing tools and resources to help new and struggling agents succeed i share my personal experience not only as a new real estate agent but also how i overcame the odds starting out as a single mom with a mountain of debt and a ton of self-doubt I'm Julie Chin, and I'm your host of the Real as Fuck podcast. Thanks so much for being here today. I'm really excited to hang out with Sarah, Claire, and Marissa again, and have you listen in on their new agent journey. Ladies, thanks for willingly being here again. And if you don't mind, just introduce yourselves to new listeners. Yeah. My
1: name is Sarah Nason. I have uh, been a real estate agent for about two years. I'm Marissa Parks, and I'm going on one year in the summer.
2: And I'm Claire Cornish, and I am also going on one year
0: this July, I think. I'm pretty sure it's July. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is July. I, I, I feel like I remember when you passed your exam, because I'm like, man, doesn't <laughs> she want to be on our team? right that and then i'm like i'm not gonna be pushy i'm just gonna say hey how you doing
2: let me know if there's anything you can do or i can do let me know if there's anything i can do i i did my
0: part oh my goodness it all worked out i guess that we should probably warn anyone who's listening that we've just had the giggles and we thought wow we're probably cutting out all the good stuff so we probably should just move (laughs) forward and press the record we got this (laughs) we got this Get better and better each time so I know last time we talked about certain things that we were going to cover today but um we're gonna go with the flow, and we're not doing that exactly because we got our first ever Ooh-hoo. listener <laughs> question. Big
2: deal! Big deal! Yes. Okay. Thank you. Big deal alert.
0: <laughs> I I wish we knew. I couldn't even run my mic tonight, so I have no idea how to do like some fun <laughs> I'll noise. Make sound effect. Everybody can use their imagination. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start. The first question that we got, super easy. Why did you go into real estate? I love that. <laughs> we want the real as fuck answer, right? Because we're not supposed it to. It was to a stormy night, night in April. <laughs> 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 oh yeah i guess we should have a limit on how far back you're allowed to go yeah <laughs> well hop right in claire you okay. started you're okay okay so <laughs> if i
2: was giving my basic answer it would be because i love the show modern family and the father character on that show his name's phil dumpy <laughs> he's love, a real estate love, love, agent love, love, and i love, said love. he looks like he has a good time let me think about it okay okay <laughs> That was the very beginning, okay? So
0: (laughs) the things you learn about people, I love this.
2: So obviously that wasn't the (laughs) leading cause, but that's what sparked my interest. So I would say I thought about it and I realized I was doing a job getting paid hardly anything that I hated. And I had a real interest in real estate, so I thought if I'm gonna do something I hate for no money, I might as well try something I might love, and make no money. (laughs) 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 I was wondering where I was gonna go. (laughs) Yeah. So that was for me. That was my why. And then I also the the more I learned about it, the more I got excited to just help people find houses. And I and I love architecture, and I love Design and I feel like it wraps everything into that when you get to go look at people's homes and just even looking at Zillow every day before I would start my class. I would do that all the time look at Zillow every day for new listings, and I love that. I'm sure a lot of people who get into real estate just love looking at the photos and layouts of homes. So, yeah, Phil Dumphy, though, yes. to circle back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't yes. know
0: how anyone types that. you can go
1: next. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Mine isn't nearly <laughs>
3: as exciting. <laughs> but I think it's true, though. I, I hear a lot of people answer this question and they go, oh, I just I want to help people find houses. And it's like, I think the job grows into that for sure. But something piques your interest at first. Like when you're a kid, like you want to be like an astronaut or something else, you know, and because something mm-hmm. interests you. That never occurred
0: to me, just saying. I wanted, I to, be wanted to be a farmer because I wanted to
3: have pet sheep.
1: <laughs> I love sheep.
3: But yeah, so I think that in real estate, there's something that sparks your interest in the beginning. And and for my my husband and I, we were really interested in the real estate investing side, which kind of piqued our interest. Um, and similar to Claire, I was just, you know, I was working a job. I wouldn't say I hated it, but, it you know, you just, you're not making a lot of money in whatever you start. And then you decide okay, I might as well at least do something I really like or, you know, this is a good time to jump into this. Um, and for my husband and I, the actual the reason that I got into real estate was because my mother-in-law was involved. She already had rental properties. And that is really... I got tricked into taking the real estate class. Um, I thought it was an introduction. No,
0: it wasn't I, your it, I it thought was that I was
3: going for kind of an introduction into real estate. And then I found out she... had me sign up for the actual real estate class and once you take the class the clock starts ticking for you to go and take the exam so she picked up my book for me and she handed it to me i'm like this is bigger than all of my college books i i I was in grad school i was like this is bigger than like any college book i've ever had and then she's like yeah it's because it's a whole class so i ended up kind of getting tricked (laughs) And you're still oh, talking oh, to about. I, I now. love her. I'm I'm glad <laughs> it happened. It happened for a reason. So, um, yeah. So oh, totally. I I honestly that was the push that I needed. <laughs> so yeah, yes. Thank Shout
1: you. Shout out to
0: Hope. <laughs>
1: um, oh, I guess it's my turn. Um, mine is I little pieces of both actually. Um, so for me, HGTV has been a long time obsession. I think probably a lot of people say that. Um, mm-hmm. Side note, it is not like HGTV, Um, (laughs) but you do get to see the houses, um, which is really cool. I also enjoy the architecture and things like that. found myself often scrolling through Zillow um, and to rewind a little bit, uh, last year I'm also a speech therapist um, and I was working full-time in two different schools, burnt out pretty hard, um, decided to work part-time this year and just did some soul-searching. and in that soul searching time thought, Hmm, I'm always on Zillow. Why don't I just try this real estate thing? Um, so, you know, here I am. <laughs> yeah. And you know,
0: and, and, and you've got your, your yeah. new dog walking business, um, that you're able to, you know, follow through on your passion cause you do have some time
1: flexibility. Um, when Sarah said, you know, thinking when you're younger, what you want to be when you grow up, for me, it was always, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Um, I also love sheep. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm not the only one. No, i the animals. <laughs> yeah. I've never uttered those words <laughs> before. You should have seen me in Ireland, just like pointing, ooh, cows, ooh, sheep. Very fun. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah. No, I'm a beach girl. I'm a <laughs> just beach girl. not feeling the
0: animals.
3: <laughs> and I think to go along with all of it too, another just big part of it, other than just being interested in the real estate side, for me, I had I had worked my corporate nine to five job and I hated it. Very millennial of me to say though, you know, being like, I don't Sparing. feel like I'm making a difference. <laughs> and, you know, while I may have enjoyed some of what I did, I didn't like the fact that somebody else was telling me every Monday through Friday I was going to be clocking in. And I say nine to five, I mean, it's technically eight to five, it's all day. And I kind of got tired of just working for other people. And I'm like, well, why not choose a job that I can be flexible? We can have a family, we can work around that, we can invest with it, and also not having a
0: career ceiling either. So. Mhm. Yeah, absolutely. I know for me, I um had come out of a 25-year marriage and I just wasn't sure what I should be doing to learn how to <laughs> make money. So I signed up for school at age 47 and graduated Uh, with a degree in psychology at 50 in 2018. And I'd taken the real estate class the year before, but I was just way too afraid of taking that exam, so I'd put it off. Um, And I gravitated towards real estate because in my early 20s, before I'd gotten married and started a family, I'd thought about real estate. And I think the love of real estate just increased over the years with channels like HGTV Um, and in Florida where I'm from we always had these holiday tour of homes (laughs) just love these things I got to go walk in through people's homes and check it out right I just I found that so awesome so when I found out that getting a job locally where we live um, in my career path wasn't enough to probably buy groceries um I thought okay I'll, I'll do it and I would totally agree that it grows into wanting to be that help for someone I think that there's nothing wrong with saying hey I was looking for flexible hours I was looking for hopefully a decent amount of money so I can keep a roof over my family's head. There's no shame in that. Um, the hours are, are somewhat flexible, I suppose, in that you're not locked in, right, at the bank from 8 to 5. You can still book random things throughout your day. But so much of what we do, we are at, beck- at the beck and call of clients and customers because depending on the way the market's going... Um, at any given time you you've got to jump and and get that showing or uh, the listing appointment you know whatever it is but uh, it's interesting because I do think HGTV influences so many people on all sides really because how many times do you go in with a buyer to a property and they've just got this idea of what they want and and that's not reality. You're going to walk in and, you know, this house is going to have clutter and, and that house is going to have water stain and, you know, a, a whole bunch of different things, which they don't show you on HGTV unless you're watching one of those Fixer oh, Upper was, was
1: ones.
0: A big one too, Chip and Joanna. Right. Good times. Yeah, they're and my favorite. Oh, love, love, <laughs> love them. <laughs> what do you think um, – your initial uh, expectations going into it, was it flexibility and and hopefully unlimited income? Were those thoughts? I think that was
3: definitely a huge driving factor. And I mean, any brokerage, I mean, when you first start, you've got to join a brokerage. So that's going to be the thing that they talk about first. Commissions and splits and mm-hmm. capping and how easy it is to get there, Um But of course, at your point, you're like, you know, once you get into it, you're like, wait a second, (laughs) this is not easy. (laughs) So uh, definitely an initial expectation was, and you're kind of on a high, I feel, after you pass the exam. You're like, I did this. I did the class. I did the exam. Mm. Now, like, we're in it. And, oh, oh, you're in it. (laughs) It's just beginning. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: And yet here we all are at, at different points and in it, and that's because there's so many parts about it that are incredibly rewarding. I can't tell you how many really nice, good people I have met, and I've been able to help them either buy a property or sell a property, and I look forward to spending time with them, and that's really special. Especially, you know, we talked last time about being introverts. And so, you know, we're not always running out the doors (laughs) wanting to hang out with people. (laughs) But but like I have a client who texted me today and she's like, I'll let you know as soon as I'm coming to town and we'll go to dinner. And I'm like, it's genuine. And I'm like, can't wait for her to come to town. Yeah. So I love I love that part of the business that i couldn't have known was a thing so that's pretty cool what yeah <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> what surprised you guys the most the cost <laughs> after you pay okay, for the test error. in the
2: class <clears throat> i guess yeah for me that's definitely the thing that i was like really Is that, is it real? Do I really have to pay that every month and, you know, every quarter? (laughs) Um, Yeah, that might. Or the board dues. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Don't get me started. (laughs) Yeah, that was the biggest surprise for me because I just wasn't expecting that. All I expected to pay after the exam was what I would make from commission to the brokerage. Had no idea that that was a thing. So if you're listening and you think that it doesn't cost a lot (laughs) before you even sell (laughs) anything, (laughs) you're wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's mine. I actually cover that in the book because it's such a surprise. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And when me and Marissa got our license,
2: it was like, board dues you know all the fees were due <laughs> everything I was like hold on <laughs> I take it back I don't want to do <laughs> no, this I'm anymore
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm a poor 23 year old and they just want all my money it's fine
3: <laughs> what about you Sarah what I mean, surprised you the there's a most? lot of things and it's it- I feel like with real estate, I mean, we've talked about this, you jump in and there's just so many different areas that you need to start learning. So I would say the learning curve for sure, um, and that's with contracts, Mm. with learning software programs, with learning how to now talk with people, people you know, strangers, Um, lead generation is a huge one and that never ends. You know, where do you get your leads now and what do you do to prepare for leads in the future? Staying on top of those types of trends and where people are going to be. Also, a random one for me was, um, at least for us, I was surprised by kind of the realtor dress code around here because you see all of these. Exactly. No, what are you talking but about?
2: That's the point. I feel like, <laughs> you
3: know, you, you watch these TV shows and you're like, they're all in blazers and HGTV. heels. And I think that in some parts of um, the country, that's definitely that way. But here, at least for me in the Lakes region, the top producing agents are wearing jeans or else.
1: Yeah. And that, they Legings. show up like that all the time.
3: <laughs> and... I would say, like, Limp my, my bean boots are probably worn 50% of the time, Um, you know, especially if you're walking land.
1: You're a <laughs> my waterproof <laughs> boots and my
3: jeans, yeah. But yeah, I was really surprised. I was like, oh, we, at least in my area, we don't really dress up. And my my clients with the highest budgets show up with their sports jerseys on. So. That was just a random thing I was not expecting. <laughs> Can oh,
2: I,
0: I interrupt? interrupt you? Go ahead.
2: Okay, I just want to say that that also I was so excited to dress up. I was like, oh, I'm gonna look so cute all the time, and I could, I still could do that. But uh, I allow what other people wear. I'm like, well, if they're not doing it, I guess I don't have to do it. Oh but God. I just wanted to say that I totally that I was so looking forward to dressing cute. No. <laughs>
0: Not in New England. (laughs) See, and I was the opposite. I was like, I was all concerned about how I was dressing. And the first time I brought a, well, one of the first times, I don't remember if it was the first one, brought a buyer to a property and it was an assisted showing, which any new agents listening, that means that the agent representing the seller is at the property. And she had on... A sort of ratty skirt, which was kind of cute, but she had flip flops on. It just blew my mind, and I thought, "Wow, this is so unexpected." And then, unlike you, Claire, I was like, "Hot damn, I'm so excited!"
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I've already come to terms with it, so it's whatever. I was like you. I was like,
1: "I'm ready for some jeans, some cozy boots, some tennis shoes." Right.
0: I I definitely have never worn tennis Don't. shoes to a showing part
1: of yet. My, we might that get that tonight, that's yet. part of my crazy story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, we'll okay. Oh I can't wait. Oh <laughs> I know what you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> well, I just thought that that would be really fun and it was it was um it came through on Messenger from someone asking, um, so we're just gonna move right along, asking what's the craziest thing that has happened to you so far in doing the job? And so for me, I've been doing it a little longer, so like, oh, how on earth do I pick one story, right? So then in thinking about it, how I would answer or share today, Because I really thought my first one would be, because I'm terrified of walking through grass, because I'm so, so afraid of ticks. And growing up in Florida, I was allergic to red ants, so I never walked in the grass as a kiddo. I'm just trained, don't go in the grass, don't go in the grass. And then I have this job where people love to walk in the yard, and they want to just go walking it doesn't even matter it's not mowed like what is wrong with them I just want to walk through it and same thing land parcels I don't I just attract them because I think I'm just gonna have a breakdown every time I have to do it spraying myself with bug spray and wearing very tall looking weird boots although I did see someone no name with who's obviously worse than me so god bless her um, she had on a head net system and a body net system with her boots walking the Like land. what a beekeeper wears?
2: Yeah.
0: You know, it was something just like that. And I thought, okay, I'm panicked inside and nobody knows. Maybe she knows. was harvesting <laughs>
2: honey after work.
0: You know, you're right. I feel like that has her a her story. Natural. Like
3: she has a crazy thing. <laughs> she <If> she <laughs>
0: went out and bought that. I think she's probably terrified like me. <laughs> and my that first showing, like, a raw... Let's see, the person... Sh- I thought she was following me. She gets out of her car and walks up to my car with her dog. I like my dog. I don't know if I like other people's dogs. My inside of my car is black. She has a white dog in her arms. And she's not just walking in my way. She opens the door... All this dog hair goes flying in my car, and she gets in with her dog. (laughs) We're bringing the dog with us. Yes. And she's evidently riding with me. Okay, this is a good start. And we're riding down the road, and I just can't even make these things up. A rock, I don't know where they come from when you're driving, but boom, hits my windshield. (laughs) Now I'm crack starting. This is a brand new car. Let's back up. It's brand new. It smells clean. It's black. Now there's white hair. Now I have a crack on the windshield. So then we get to the house, and she wants to go walking around the perimeter. It hasn't been mowed. Did I mention that? So I then get through all that, and I sit back in my car with her and her very, very cute dog, and I look at my hand, and I have a tick in my palm. Hmm. Yep. And it was the deer tick. I had to go on antibiotics. That was a hell of a day of a showing. <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness! So I f- it can only go up from there. And then the only other like craziest one that I will share, which scared the holy hell out of me, I and it was pretty early on. I want to say within my first year. I pull up to a house. I struggle with the lockbox. You know that we could do a whole right. show on stupid lockboxes. Actually, <laughs> I hate those things. But it was me all by myself. Oh, you know what? It was around 2020, so I'm mistaken because you know it was the time period where you started doing all the video showings. Um. Anyway, I get in, turning some lights on, and I'm like, "Ooh, okay, this place is a mess." Like, are they? Did the agent tell them I was coming? There's dishes overflowing in the sinks. I have to do a video show. There's garments that really just need to be in the laundry basket. You don't want people seeing those, but this is the house I'm in. And so I'm just like, okay, put my video on. I start walking around and there's all this stuff on this table that I have only seen in movies, no. drug paraphernalia no. all over this table. So now I'm like, they really don't know I'm coming today, I think. And oh my gosh, like what what is the situation? Like what if someone came in right now and what if they were high? Or what if they thought I broke in and I was stealing? Like, so now I'm my anxiety's going, my heartbeat's racing. But I'm a professional, I'm getting the damn video. <laughs> like this person, I drove over an hour <laughs> to get to this property, and I need to get this video for my buyer. But I'm terrified. So I'm going as quick as I can around the spaces without, you know, making it dizzy for the, the viewer, right? I open into this one hallway where the bedrooms are and there is someone <gasps> no. in the bed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I shut my video off because oh I that was the last area of the house. Thank goodness. And I sh- lights all Julie, off. And you did I, just I, I, you, you walked around
3: and turned off all the lights you turned on. I was just
1: gonna say you're better <laughs> than me, Julie. I would've been like, no. Nope. I would've just run. I <laughs> would have
2: <laughs> ran. He was- ran i would have kept running for the rest of my life i was
0: really scared i don't know i don't know what i was thinking but i I don't want to get in trouble with the list agent either like yeah that would not have been my
2: first thought i better turn the lights off before this somebody kills me are you kidding
0: (laughs) i was i was so scared like think of all those scenarios and it's easy to look back now and we can come up with a hundred more Lucky to be alive. My children have hey, no idea, but at least you turn the lights off.
1: <laughs> Their electric bill will be lower because of you. Well,
0: yes, now as agents, leave the house the way you found it, got those lights off, and lock those doors. I did a showing yesterday, and I got there, and the door was not only unlocked, it was open. I felt so upset for that homeowner, and I let the list agent know, and she, obviously, she knew I was making it all lock tight when I left but yeah just lousy we have to... so it's in my head folks no matter how it's scared ingrained.
1: I was <laughs> okay all right let's well, go to you Marissa by following two strange men into the woods um <laughs> don't do that <laughs> I Our know shy so I believe this was actually my first showing on my own Um, I was meeting the buyer at the property, um, assisted showing as well. So the list agent was there both very nice. So this isn't like a horror story. Um, depending on who you ask. Yeah. (laughs) Um, in the moment, it definitely (laughs) felt that way. So we, you know, we go look at the house. Everything's good. I ask some questions. I feel pretty competent about, you know, what's going on here. Um, and then the buyer says, "Could we take a walk through the woods? I'm like. I like hiking as much as the next person. Sure, it's getting dark, um, wearing slip-on tennis shoes uh, and a cardigan. But sure, why not? (laughs) Um, So we go walk.
0: (laughs) Wait, what was the weather? Because I feel like your footwear was wrong that
1: day. (laughs) We went through the woods, which were terrible. There were trees growing out of trees. um, Just super, super dense forest, basically. so underneath this layer of forest was just mud and muck and goop and Lord knows what else. Um, so I was just slipping and sliding every which way through, through and over and under just anything you can think of. I needed a machete to get through it. <laughs> um, and all I could think about was the spiders. I'm following these strangers into the woods, but all I'm thinking about is spiders because I feel like the cobwebs and it's just not a good time um so any i
0: you were terrified terrified tell the Um, truth
1: (laughs) so i was keeping pace for a while until i wasn't um next thing you know i'm alone in these woods it's getting dark i call out to the buyer and i don't hear any responses um so then i start to panic i'm like oh my god i'm gonna die here i'm gonna be eaten by by spiders (laughs) i shouldn't have done this this is wrong (laughs) um but then I'm like, "All right, calm down. This isn't going to get you anywhere." So I used my Garmin watch. Um and I started trying to like track my way back to or no, actually that's wrong. I didn't because I don't know how to use my Garmin watch. I used
2: You were that deep in the forest? I was. I so Is this
1: Garmin an ad for, for Garmin <laughs> no, I totally had my Garmin, but I have no idea how to do it. Um
0: I don't even know what that is, but it's techie, so it's Um, not going to be in my world. So I used my
1: iPhone, and I looked on the map. I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to use this arrow. Yes.
0: You're lucky Um, you had signal. So I
1: tried to, like, get back to the house, and then finally I heard them calling out to me. I'm like, oh, thank God. So I just started following the voice, emerged from these woods, like (laughs) –
0: no thought to oh, the level god. of embarrassment oh, no, totally she was. should be I was eating. like
1: beat, beat <laughs> red in the face drenching drenched in sweat had twigs in the hair trying to be composed for this buyer that I I'm meeting for the first time I'm like oh my god this would happen to me <laughs> So that was my story I did I did and you I survived did. and, you and it was funny cuz that buyer actually we we had a good Very laugh about impressive. that later but Few properties later. <laughs> you, my, my,
3: none of my stories are nearly as crazy. I think I've been blessed. I haven't had too like too many crazy things yet, thankfully. But um, oh, I'm sure the longer we stay in this business, it'll go. Um, probably. Similar to you, Julian, how you said your very first, you know, like one of your first showings, it's like everything went wrong. For me, the very first property <laughs> I ever went under contract with. So like, I'm, you know, I'm super nervous. I'm like, am I doing everything right? I had never done a home, had been present for a home inspection before. Um, You know, I'm trying to stay on top of everything. I show up to the house and the... Listing agent told me, okay, yeah, you know, the, the I opened up the spot for the septic, and I'm like, you opened a spot for the septic? What? What are you talking about? Come to find out, the septic tank is underneath one of the bedrooms. This house doesn't have a basement there's this little trap door to get to the septic tank this is a thousand square foot house on three acres they had so many places to put the septic tank and they put it under the house and i'm like what i know and i'm like is this normal and julie remember i texted you i'm like is this normal you're like no and come to find out the leech field was also under the house yeah, we didn't oh close God. on that property. My buyer ended up, you know, using his <laughs> inspection period then, but I am just like, I, I don't, there's so much I don't understand.
2: <laughs> it adds to the ambiance of oh, the It really does, you know? It's
3: just, you know. Definitely yeah, a weird it was choice. Great. <laughs> I know. So mine isn't like a crazy Night? get lost in the woods or <laughs> stories, but yeah, thankfully. Every inspection has gone better than that. And I okay, use yes. that every time. I'm like, well, hey, you know, <laughs> nothing can be as bad as
0: that one. <laughs> right. So true. So true. Do you have anything yet? Claire? I have nothing. I take that as a blessing. No, no. <laughs> Thank Claire. you so much. That's what I was going
2: for. Learn for- you know I have quirky encounters, but oh my gosh! If I ever opened the door and somebody was in a bed, I would l- never. I cannot get over that, Julie. Oh
1: my gosh! It would me out so bad.
2: <laughs> I cannot get over that you turn the lights off.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I remember my buyer had further interest. And I was not going to go back to that property without the list agent. And when I called the list agent and explained everything, they kind of acted like, what's wrong with you? Like, I don't know, maybe because I was new and, and, you know, pretty nervous and insecure about things. But in no way did that agent say or react in a way that to this day makes any sense to me so I told my client everything and I'm like I'm too afraid to go to the house so if you want to see it you have to come up with me because the list agent doesn't seem to think any of it's a big deal but I'm literally (laughs) never going in that house again by myself
1: that's probably a good choice
0: (laughs) cannot blame
2: you yeah seriously
0: So I was thinking, let's jump into at least one of the things we told everyone we would cover um, in our our next podcast, so we're going to go longer, but like I never really had a set time on podcasts anyway. We're talking and want to give some good information for sure. So in thinking of the newer agent that is listening or listening in the future, um, what first steps should they really be focused on? Before
2: they take the class, um, after they pass the exam?
0: Well, you know, that's an interesting question because I was, um, right now, I have two people who actually, this is definitely not a plug, but they purchased my book to give as a gift. In both situations, the person is in the real estate classes right now. And it occurred to me, wow, that's like really the perfect time, you know. So you could just dive in and see what it's all about, and not make any decisions too, too quickly, you know. Like, I think to, for me, um, a big a big thing to start off with is interviewing the brokerages, and I didn't do that. I, I mean, I know the person teaching the class said, you're interviewing the brokerage, they're not interviewing you, uh, you're in charge, you know, they said, they said all the right things. But I didn't know what to ask, and um, I just went with what felt felt right to me, and I got lucky. But um, so, you know, interviewing different brokerages and actually comparing, like have a spreadsheet five years later, I love spreadsheets. I never would have thought I'd say those words. Um, but like compare, you know, what they're offering, um, whether it's on technology or finances or administrative help, uh, try to hang out in the office or attend those brokerage meetings and get a feel for the other agents that are part of that firm. Uh, I I didn't do that. And I can just see that how valuable that could be for sure. What do you guys think?
2: I agree. Um, I think that that's something I wish I did more was talk to other brokerages. But before even taking the class, I already had it in my mind that I wanted to work with Keller Williams and for Keller Williams, just primarily because of the education opportunities and all the classes that they mm-hmm. offer because starting out that's really your biggest asset is classes and as much education and knowledge that you can get poured into you um and then also f- whether you're considering taking the class or if you're in the midst of it right now for me personally I would say Try to be putting aside a little extra money just from a logical Mm. standpoint Mm -hmm. to go back to the cost of the test first and foremost and then the fees that you're going to have to pay once you do pass if that is something you want to pursue because it can be a lot and you're already going to be overwhelmed with the amount of things on your to-do list. So if you can start setting aside $20 a week. Now it will be better long term when the big fees come through. If you get to that point, for it to not seem so overwhelming. And because I know for me, when I get overwhelmed, I shut down. And that's just one thing that you can start now, maybe to help your future self. And you'll be thankful, I think when all is said and done and you get to that point.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great, great advice. Yeah, I definitely agree with the financial point. That's something I definitely wish I had done is, um, squirreled away some more money. Um, cause I think, you know, that can be a very sp- stre- stressful piece of it is making sure you have enough money to pay the bills and everything like that. Um, so definitely things to consider, especially when you're interviewing brokerages, um, for me, I tend to get analysis paralysis, so I planned to interview at least two, um, but I met with with one, and we actually connected over um, our love of our dogs. So I was like, "Nope, this is it, done, decision made." <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like the yes. strategy, Marissa. Yes. I think it's great. <laughs>
1: yeah, Ed- education Whatever was a piece it, was. Of it, too, but you know. <laughs>
2: Yeah. No, dogs. Dogs was really the driving first. factor. <laughs> dogs were
3: <first. laughs> connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a lot to say on this, so I will try to narrow it down. But mm-hmm. be- No, it's yeah. all
0: good. People can learn from you. Preach, because, girl,
3: preach. Being where I am, at least now in real estate, I'm seeing how much time I wasted in the beginning. And I just think, oh, if I had just done mm-hmm. these in the beginning, I would be. I would have saved so much time I would could be so much further along um, but you know everyone's different for me personally um, I I am introverted um, and that's totally okay I know we talked about it a little bit on the other podcast um, but because of that I felt like I wasn't I, I put these limiting beliefs on myself in the beginning I didn't believe that I was a real estate agent yet and I th- they feel like you really have to change your mindset in that beginning. If you if you tend to think that way, um, I also had to really be honest with myself um, and know it, it's easy to think that you're doing the right things and say you're going to do the right things, but there's such a thing as like follow up and then follow through and actually doing them. Um, there's a lot of parts of real estate in the beginning and even during that aren't fun. <laughs> But it's part of the process. It's important. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of paperwork. A lot of people Mm -hmm. don't like paperwork. There's a lot of following up with people and lead generation. And I didn't, I was not diligent with a lot of that in the beginning. And business doesn't just come to you. It doesn't just come knocking on your front door as much as we'd like it. And if it does, it's because we have built those systems from the beginning and we have referrals coming. Mm-hmm. So for me, I really wish that I had um honestly joining the team was a big jump for me. I really wanted to be on my own in the beginning and I realized that is not how I work. You know, I I need accountability. I need other people around me too, even though I, you know, I'm not extroverted. <laughs> Having those other people has was a huge game changer for me. Um I didn't have any of my goals written down. I wasn't time blocking. I was just an agent. With a part time job. And because I had that part time job. And I had had enough money to live off of. I wasn't pursuing real estate. Like it was an actual career that I wanted. And changing that mindset. Mm -hmm. Made me change my lifestyle. To become more like the agent. That I wanted to be. So. My biggest first steps then. And. Kind of summing it up is just changing my mindset and my lifestyle, and just saying, okay, I'm gonna build these good roots, these good habits in the beginning with real estate. I'm just gonna go do the things that I'm I'm nervous about. You know, go do those your first showings on your own. Go do an open house. You're not gonna know everything in the beginning, but you got to start somewhere. So kind of like Marissa said, that analysis paralysis. You know, there there is so much you're doing in the beginning, but for me. I I had to write. I made a I wrote a sticky note that just says "get over it," <laughs> and I still have it. I still have it oh. up on my board next to my goals. <laughs> I love that. Um, and it's kind of exciting because that was a huge turning That's point great. for me when I had um, kind of one of my mentoring coaches said, "Sarah, you just need to get over it. You're not doing the things you're supposed to be doing." <laughs> so.
0: Wow. Well, we just learned something new about you. I love your sticky note. Get over it. <laughs> I I think that finding out ahead of time what all the costs are, like if you're in, if someone's in the real estate classes right now, start talking to brokerages, call the real estate commission or your local board of realtors and Dive into that so you know what to expect and can potentially plan for those expenses. Uh, As far as diving into the job, you know, with a lot of the things that you spoke about, Sarah, is just like breaking it down, get a notebook or, you know, put it in your phone, whatever method works, um, and write it out. Where do you want to be? you know, do a six months out or a one, three, five year plan, um, what that looks like so that you have that GPS in place, really. I, and you know, with the things that they need to do, um, we can even pull the book and, and talk about more, um, more items, Um, either on another podcast or in the members only um, meetings uh, on Zoom. And the other thing that I think is just important to focus on is, what should they not do too soon? And I bring that up because I made so many mistakes. <laughs> so if someone could just learn and not learn from my mistakes and and not um, make so many errors, like signage. I, I went on a website online and I'm like, oh, I need signs and I need this and I need that. And I just started ordering and I really had no clue. My very first sign cost $389.00. And then I got it, and I didn't have the frame. That was separate, and they charged a fortune to ship those the frames in. So I just, there there was, I, I was so ready to just start that I went online and just started ordering whatever it was that I needed. You know, the business cards, signs, frames, you name it. Uh, I was talking with, um... Roger from build design and have we've talked about him developing uh, a cheat sheet for new agents so they can understand what they need and what they don't need and how to order you know there's different thicknesses designs and they're made out of different materials and what does that mean for you right so I think that that could definitely be really helpful what other things can you think that of that a new agent shouldn't leap right into I'm thinking and initially
2: I wrote that it depends on the person obviously it always does but when you just pass the test you know you're so excited you do you just want to get started and jump in and you just are like oh I can do it all right now like the day <laughs> that you pass your <laughs> test but something I wish I had acknowledged more in the beginning was like the week after I passed the test and I hadn't done anything right because I didn't know where to start mm-hmm. so I started this mm-hmm. negative self-talk like you are such a failure. I can't believe it's been a week since you passed your test and you've done nothing, you know so I would say to the new agent to take a step back. You've just done this great thing you've just passed the test enjoy that because you get that moment one time and, mm-hmm. and it's okay not to jump right because you don't know what you're doing. You're not going to know what the first step is most of the time unless you have somebody guiding you step by step through this new process. So I wish as a new agent somebody had just said just take a step back. It's okay. You're not going to know what you're doing. And enjoy this because you get this once. And if you don't enjoy Mm -hmm. it now it's just going to snowball into an even more stressful situation (laughs) if you feel like a failure Mm -hmm. one week after not doing anything it's going to be 10 times worse when it's been a month or two months and you still don't know what you're doing
0: that's what I would say Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I think getting a mentor uh, you know whether if someone has joined a brokerage or if they haven't it's just Having those conversations and getting out with people who actually do know and there are helpful people out there that are willing to support and mentor and kind of latching on to that situation, even if it's not something you want long term, just to help better guide you so you can limit uh, the mistakes you make. Because a lot of the, the mistakes that we make at that point have financial problems cost to them. So if we can help limit those, that w- would be really excellent. And I think just mapping things out and taking it kind of slow at first, it's really got to be about talking with brokerages and and other agents and taking the steps within the brokerage, because wh- whatever brokerage you, someone joins within the brokerage are going to have a system And you'll wanna take notes and review them regularly because there'll just be a lot of information. But then you can put your game plan together so that you move forward intentionally um, and consciously. I think it's really
3: interesting, this part of the conversation, because I feel at least for me and you, I work completely differently. You're like, I'm ready to go, I'm gonna order my signs now. I probably was thinking about my business cards for two months, like, you know, I'm like, oh, do I put oh my, my picture on there? Do I do this <laughs> oh and like double sided? Do I do one side? Do I make it, you know, really fancy? Do I make it so that you can write on the back, little notes or your number? You're like, I just overthink things to the point that I didn't, I didn't do them. So I think that there's a huge there's a big balance between that. It's like, yeah, don't wait two months to order business cards. You could always order a small batch <laughs> in the beginning and then get more later if you're that worried. Um, but I think, like you were talking about the listing signs. I think you know, there's so many things that you can be doing in the in the beginning with learning, with getting um, a mentor, with um, just Going on showings with other agents and just asking if you can kind of shadow them, going on open houses, those things are free. Anything that you can do
1: that Mm -hmm. is going
3: to further your education on the real estate side, that's what I think you're supposed to be jumping into in the beginning. So, you know, it's Mm -hmm. you don't have to go and buy a whole new wardrobe in the beginning you don't have to go make sure that you have a super fancy car even though it looks nice on hgtv <laughs> <laughs> you know those things can come along the way it's it's not
0: a whole giant change yeah and depending where you live the clothes in the car aren't necessary a necessary uh, unnecessary, uh... What's accessory, called? your purse, and accessory. The- <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my <laughs> it totally happens to me, me all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? I think going off of that, um, just a quick plug for mm-hmm. the shadowing. I think that's super important um, because it gives you also mm-hmm. like a sense of how to conduct yourself when you're on your own. Um, and it also is kind of like a live action script. You're hearing them talk to the buyers or the sellers. Um, and for me, that was just really helpful because I forget words when I'm nervous. So that was very helpful. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think that's an excellent, uh, first step. So like, if you think about it, you've got some first steps that are more Mm -hmm. sort of ministerial, right? And then, um, then this other focus that you guys are bringing up that gets you out actually doing the job. So imagine clear when you were out there and you were on your own if you had thought or knew um, oh, I could be shadowing agents. I could post in in the Facebook group or wherever that I want to help with open houses like, it had you at that point just taken the steps and actually gotten a little taste of what the job would be like, that would have probably helped redirect you in some other areas. So that can be really helpful, yeah, I think. definitely.
2: For yeah, people. I feel
0: like at that point for me, my
2: fear of failure, because it took me a few times to pass the test. So my fear of failing now that I'm doing it, mm-hmm and people saying no, you know, because who who are they to, you know, say, "Oh yeah, you can do my open house," not knowing at the time that people would really love somebody to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. It it's frightening, right. it's scary. And I thought, "Nobody's going to want me to help them. I don't even know what I'm doing." <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> like if I had just taken a leap of faith and even just posted something it, it would have made a big difference I think but it all worked out in the end because if it if I did become a great success by myself I would never would have joined the team right yes
0: no I'm I'm very happy for you failure is
2: good <laughs> no I'm just kidding it,
0: but it really is you grow I mean, yes yes so much comes out of of yeah, mistakes lots and of failure um Yeah. And you know, when you were talking, something occurred to me right now while someone's in real estate classes, they could spend their weekends going to open houses. Go to as many open houses as you can to get a feel for what agents are doing during that time. And you will see plenty of things that you should not repeat. And then plenty of things that you want to emulate. So it can be a really valuable lesson without putting any pressure on on that new agent at all because you're just going as a a consumer. And, of course, none of us did no. that, but it's a idea. I was idea. even thinking they could
2: do that before <laughs> they even are in the class to see, you know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah you absolutely. live and you learn. It's fine.
0: <laughs> right. And so we're here and we're just going to, keep sharing what we've learned and hopefully it helps many people. So I really appreciate your time ladies and, and, uh, sharing your opinions and your experiences. And I value each of you and your time till next time. Make sure you subscribe to our Spotify channel so you get updated every time we drop a new podcast and check out our website at realafprogram.com.